Hello, and welcome to the Zip Code Plays, Antius Theatre Company's collection of original audio plays exploring the vibrant and diverse neighborhoods of Los Angeles. Before we begin, we want to take a moment to acknowledge the Gabrielino Tongva peoples as the traditional land caretakers of the Los Angeles basin where this play was written, recorded, and located. I'm Ramon Diocampo, Antius Ensemble member, and I'm very happy to be your host. This year, as live theater went dark all over the world, we here at Antius, we decided that we had to find a way to tell stories. Thus, a very old way of telling stories, essentially radio drama, became a very new way for us. We have never done this before. So we tasked our Playwrights Lab to write brand new audio plays inspired by L.A. zip codes. But... Doing audio in a sudden pandemic in a socially distant manner, we learned, is actually no simple thing. We had to handpick an audio package of hardware, microphones, sound shields, stands, cables, and things, and deliver them to the outside of actors' homes for safety, where they could then be taken in, re-sanitized, and set up in each actor's home somewhere. Once all that was done, actors and directors and our sound team all had to coordinate so they could rehearse and record over software used to capture sound, and then our audio team had to take all of that sound, edit down all the takes, and then make it sound like the actors are in the same oral room before even beginning to do all of the brilliant audio bits, creating original music, finding sounds and soundscapes that create what essentially is theater in your ears. Our audio producer, Jeff Gardner, even does Foley for the plays, which is when you use a mic to record brand new sounds specifically for the piece. You can hear it in this one. He recreates some of the cat sounds you'll hear by taping paper clips onto some garden gloves to perform some of the cat movements. And all of that is to tell a story. And you know what? It's totally worth it. We love this stuff. So let's get to it. And now, playwright Deb Haidt allows us to discover a compilation of recordings found in a digital FBI file in 90024, Westwood. All information herein is classified. only ask because if recording this makes you uncomfortable, we don't want to cause a problem. This isn't a formal thing. We don't have to record it if you don't. Oh, I don't mind you recording at all. <laughs> makes sense. Who can remember everything anymore? <laughs> have a seat over here. I can move on. Oh, you can put down your things. Thank you. Do I have to say I consent? I consent. Hi, I'm Eleanor Okay, ma'am. Oh, oh I, okay. I only want to be official and make sure we all know a recording is happening or whatever you do. Has it started? I don't have a Yes, ma'am. Back in the day, the Bureau used to tell its agents that it was unprofessional to record any kind of interview, and we were supposed... It was in 2014 that the Department of Justice changed Frankly, its policy. I'm just thrilled to have visitors. The other day, the super had to come fix... Oh, oh that's Bootsy. She loves company, too. Hop down. Now, <laughs> how about some tea or coffee? Oh, no, ma'am, that's nice, but we won't take much of your time. Just a few questions for you. Um, 
Okay. On the night of July my 9th. Oh, chocolate scotch clusters are almost out of the oven. So you uh, got I knew to I do smelled something good cooking. Favorites. So <laughs> I made a batch to send her. She and my daughter, Cammie, live in Virginia, but I made another batch to have for friends. So there's plenty. Bootsy, get down. <laughs> Is she bothering you? Oh, I'm sorry. I've forgotten your name already. <laughs> even though you... Agent Lisa Botsworth, ma'am. And are you just beginning your FBI career? Um, I have two master's degrees in forensic science and quantitative methodology. Wow. And I love that they don't make you wear any makeup. <laughs> that must be heaven. In the past few years, I stopped wearing any makeup, too. Isn't it freeing? I uh, love your apartment. It's so cozy. You uh, been here long? 31 years, if you can believe that. <laughs> uh, that is some view of Wilshire, isn't it? Don't you love it? I was able to walk to work every day at UCLA for years, right over in that building. Well, you can't see it anymore. <laughs> I walk everywhere and take the bus. And I meet so many interesting people that Speaking way. Speaking of people, who were you with on the evening of July 9th? Let's see. July 9th. That must have been one of the protest nights. Was that the night I was arrested? I'll tell you something funny. My memory used to be as sharp as a hatchet. But honestly, over the past six months, my eyebrows disappeared, my kneecaps <laughs> dropped, and I can't remember <laughs> Doodley's part. <laughs> I cannot picture you being detained. <laughs> you should have seen me. Ma'am, your arrest took place on the 5th of July. Oh, that's right. Lanford Wilson. So... When were you talking July about July 9th, again? the first oh. official night of the World Order March. That's such a ridiculous name, honestly. That's the media making it what sound What do you know like... about the Pushcarts organization? Or the Pushers? <laughs> I'd hardly call it an organization. I mean, just between us, I've been in knitting circles that were more organized. I love that book. The Pushcart War? Did you ever read it? Oh, you must. By Jean Merrill. It's beautiful <sighs> illustration. Ma'am, ma do you associate with any of the members of the Pushcarts? Members? Yes. Well, it, it's not... No, I, I think you might have the wrong idea about all this. Honestly, I don't understand what all this is about. It's okay. We don't mean to pry. We're just doing some old-fashioned grunt work, following up on details, you know. Oh, damn! I forgot about the... Hop down, Bootsy. Hop down. Oh, good girl. Okay. I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. Well, this is a dead end. You know, I would have never thought to add cream cheese, but that makes all the difference. It's unbelievable. I mean, this might be the best cookie I've ever had, seriously. I'm so <laughs> glad. And I use organic everything except the butterscotch and the cream cheese and the oatmeal. Ma'am, just a few more questions. Does the name Catherine Weaver mean anything to you? 
Oh, Kit, yes, she's a doll, smart as a whip, speaks like five languages. When's the last time you heard from her? I don't hear from her, but are you saying this might be an immigration thing? Why do you think that? No, I mean, I don't, I don't think so, but I, I don't even know why I said that. I don't know anything of this. This uh, is please, awful. Please, ma'am, don't get upset. <laughs> I'll tell you what. How about if you take my card here and give a call next time she contacts you or you see her? We just want to ask her some questions, too, but it's not important. It's very important. Oh, dear. Ma'am, don't worry. Call me. That's my cell number. And we'll get out of your hair now. Well, well, here's my card, too, but I have a few more questions now, to ask you about. we can always reach out later if we need to. Ma'am... I want you to know that sometimes these protests can get really out of hand, really fast. If I were you, I would stay home and stay safe, okay? Leave the push carts alone. It's a dangerous world out there, even for someone as sharp as you are. Well, okay. I am curious, though. Before last week, did you even have a police record? <laughs> Good heavens, no. It's just you don't seem too upset about having been arrested. Agent Gatlin, I can't... Daniel, please. Daniel, you know, with everything going on, it seemed like the least I can do. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, and don't forget your cookies. I got them packaged up here for you at both. Uh-huh. Well, has anyone spoken with her? Right. Of course. I don't either. No. She's the only one they asked me about. Well, that seems extreme. But no, I agree. It's important. I'll be there. I wouldn't miss it. Okay, honey. This is my stop. I'll call you or see you there. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Mrs. McAdams, I heard you uh, asked for me. Thank you so much for coming. This is absurd. You know uh, that. Tell me what happened. I hope you don't mind, but I only wanted to speak to you. I had both of your cars, but I. Yeah. Uh, Lisa is a very determined new breed of agent. It's fine. I heard you got arrested again. But this time it was awful. You should have seen. I heard. It wasn't our fault. These men. Goons, really, with absolutely no provocation. Are you injured? I, uh, I did feel a bad pop in my wrist at one point in the van, but now that that tie thing is off, I think it's only swollen if I... Oh, see? <laughs> and oh. I got a 
big boobs here and back here. Oh, ouch, that's rough. But you know, there were lots of other people seriously hurt. These men, people wearing all this military-type gear, they trampled on Laura just because she wasn't moving back quickly enough. I mean, stomped on her deliberately. She's at the hospital. I told you just the other day, these protests are very dangerous. But why? Why would they need to be? We were singing. A bunch of women singing. Why would they stomp on her like that? Like she wasn't even human. We were told it would be peaceful by members of the pushcarts, right? Who did you go with? Did you meet up with somebody when you... I went on the 720 bus, but I was with my friends from campus. We always marched together. Who's we? Well, there's Laura and Tamika and... uh, Well, I mean, it's the same group. We always... I've never seen a person stomp on another person like that. It sounds like you're part of a peaceful group that wants to do a little marching, wave your beautiful signs, and then go home. Sing some catchy chants, and then go make some more of those amazing cookies. Enjoy your retirement and all that. But between you and me, we think that some other people are using your protests to start a war. Yes, well, I think it was these soldier-type people. They moved on us first, like a wave, like a swarm, for no reason. No one was anywhere near them. We weren't doing anything. We want to know who's hijacking your movement and making it violent. We want to help you. But I'm telling you. That's why I need you to fill out the form before they let you go home today. We need to talk to all the people you were with, who told you where to go and when to meet up, all of it. We need to find the people who are ruining this for your... But have you seen this form they gave me? It's not only asking for me to give you names, it's asking me about my political party. That doesn't make any sense to me. (sighs) Ma'am. I mean, can't you look that up yourself? How about you skip those questions, okay? Don't even worry about them, but... Give us a few names and numbers, and then we'll let you go. Oh, dear, I don't know phone numbers. Uh, Okay, a few names then. We'll take it from there and get you home to Bootsy, okay? Okay. You need a pen? (sighs) At the sound of the tone, please leave your message for... Uh, Eleanor McAdams. Oh, shit. Hi, Mrs. McAdams. It's Agent Daniel Gadlin. Uh, <laughs> I took a look at your form, and you are very clever. Um, I'm embarrassed to tell you how long it took my guys to realize they weren't going to be able to reach the names on your list. Cliff Odets, Wendy Wasserstein, Maggie Burke White, Lorraine Hansberry, Koki Roberts, and. Lanford Wilson. <laughs> you're you're feisty. I like that. I like you. So I don't want you getting hurt, okay? Give me a call when you get this. And please, just stay home for now, okay? Bye. Do you have to go to the same clinic? 
And is there a port again? Do no, they... no, no, just this time it's a pill. Oh, I thought chemo had to be an IV. A pill is probably easier, is it? Uh, yeah, in some ways, yeah, but... Oh, sweetie, you sound so tired. Mom, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, it's more that it all feels different this time. Ten more minutes. I'm I'm still on the phone with Grammy. She's pouting because she wanted me to make her pancakes this morning. Have you ever? Tell her I'll make her all the pancakes she wants when I come out there. She's counting the days. Literally made a countdown chart until you get here. Speaking of which, as long as you're feeling okay, I need to push my schedule and leave here later. I was thinking of coming to Virginia on the 10th instead of the 5th. Why? Oh, my group needs me to help out at these rallies, and they've asked me to be at the thing they're going to do on the courthouse steps on the 9th. And they've asked me to speak, actually. Mom, no. fly out the very next day. Mom, this whole pushcart thing is nuts. You're you're 80. You don't need to be marching out in the hot sun and making... And I'm just now seeing what's going on, only now making a difference. Please don't do this. Just, what they're showing on TV is terrifying. You can't just... for people like me to be there front and center so the world can see that it's not all like they're making it seem on TV. God, Mom, please don't. Don't Sweetie, do this to me now. Not with everything. one week. Unless you're not doing as well as you said. This is a big deal for me. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I was thinking, but, uh, I wish I had been involved like this when you were little and taken you along to marches. I just took it all for granted. But now you can tell Kelsey I'm doing something important and patriotic. And when I come to visit, I'll make you both pancakes. How's that? Be my guest. You're going to record it anyway, I'm sure. Okay, rolling here. Agent Lisa Botsworth and Eleanor McAdams present. Is it Daniel coming? Hey there. Sorry, but I got here as soon as I could. Daniel, oh. how could you do this to me? Both of you never did my wildest nightmares. Did it ever no, occur to me? No, just, just calm down. Never Hold on a tell minute. a woman to calm down Well, like your that. face is really red. Maybe you should just take oh, a breath. don't you look at my face. I'm fine. But I'm quite upset. Okay. We're here for you. Talk to us. Did you know that in the early days of this country, there were Americans who looted and burned British custom ships? Technically, they were lawbreakers. They were the first patriots. Well, you've been doing some research. No, we have a history professor in our group, and now she won't shut up. My point is, protest is as American as you can get, right? Well, Yes, some... ma'am. Then please tell me. Why am I on the no-fly list? That's 
That's a, a DHS issue. You can apply for a... My daughter, Gabby, has stage four cancer, and I need to fly to Virginia. But when I got to LAX this morning, the TSA told me I couldn't fly. Ma'am, that's not something we can change for you. Talk to Homeland Security. Miss Botsworth, who might have told Homeland Security that I shouldn't be allowed to visit my dying daughter? Was that you? You'll have to talk to Homeland You'll Security. You'll tell me why you aren't out there marching with all the other young people. I'm asking, because when I was your age, I didn't march either. It didn't even occur to me to participate. Isn't that shameful? I find it shameful that I wasn't more patriotic. So what's your excuse? Vandalism and destruction of federal property and looting are crimes, not patriotism or ways to make a point. I believe in law and order and voting to ensure that there are hmm. ways to... I wonder if deep down you aren't more of a lawbreaker than you think. See, I find out that you bend the rules in order to try to get what you want. I beg your pardon? My daughter sent me an Alexa for Christmas a couple years ago, and it turns out that it records everything, apparently, which is horrifying, but that's a different kettle. <laughs> when you first visited my apartment and I came back in the room with the Chaco Scotch clusters, remember? I saw you over by my desk, so I decided to see if I could play the recording and find out what I missed. Take a listen. You... Listen to the, uh, well, hang on. I have to find the thing, the app. Uh, I'm Eleanor, Jesus. Oh, no. Uh, here, listen. I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is a dead end. This helpless old woman thing is BS. We have her handing that package directly to Weaver. It's not BS. What, what are you doing? Get back here. There's got to be something. I mean, that was definitely her handing we it over. You don't know that the package was in homemade banana bread. You have got to relax. You can't... Is that mail? I'm just looking. It's out in the open here. Wounded warrior's best friends? Oh, Gosh, animal shelter. Put that down and get over there and sit. Honest to God, if you mess this up, I'm... Ta-da! My famous oat choco scotch! It's illegal to record someone in the state of California without their permission. Then how fortunate that we all acknowledge that first little visit was being recorded. It took me 45 minutes on the phone with Cammie to figure out how to save this little snippet where you clearly rummage through my mail. I didn't rummage through anything. There it's was... illegal to search someone's private home in the state of California without a warrant. Eleanor, take a moment, okay? I'm 80. I don't have a moment. Well, you've got time for Kick Weaver, who is also not getting on any planes anytime soon. Do you know what that sweet girl said to me? I would love to know what Kick said to you. She said, Eleanor, we've been praying for moms and grandmoms like you to do something to help us, and I do help them. 
They need me. But see, we're trying to figure out why you would want to help kick Weaver so much that you put off seeing your dying daughter. What? Easy, Lisa. Hey, you're not just baking cookies for this group anymore. And all due respect, but you don't know what we know. What I know is what I see and how good it feels to be useful, finally. Look, I get that. I've been at this nearly 20 years. I've seen a lot of people get on their high horses about this and that, smart people, who say, look at all the good I'm doing, all the people I'm helping. And time and time again, I've seen those good people get used. You feel guilty, so you're making up for lost time, but your guilt might be blinding you to what is really going on. And these friends of yours may not really be your friends. Just because I'm old, doesn't mean I'm naive. It seems like the world is upside down, and I'm only trying to do what I can to put it right. So are we. We're trying to do exactly that before anyone else gets hurt. That is our job, literally. I wish I could share with you everything we have found out about Catherine Weaver and several other pushcart folks. Just between us... It's possible that she and a few of her buddies are planning something involving a homemade bomb. A bomb? Kick would never. That is not We possible. thought Weaver might have involved you, without you knowing, of course. There is no bomb. You are making this up. And then you booked a flight to D.C. Go get to Alexandria. Well, people who may have committed criminal conspiracy should not be flying anywhere. <gasps> May have committed? May have? Oh, my. That's not right. I don't... You know, I wonder all the time if I ever would have gotten so involved if I hadn't seen how scary things are getting, how high the stakes really are. Yes, they are very high. You'd be shocked at what we track every single day. The many attacks that we stop from happening. Please, try to see this from our perspective. We are trying to keep you and everyone safe. But at any cost? Now that you've put me into this, you can't expect me to... Oh, dear. Okay. I thank you for your time. Um, uh, are you leaving? Am I not free to go? Uh, you are, yes. Uh, that's it for now. But, Eleanor, please... Eleanor! You've been listening to 90024, Westwood. All information herein is classified. Written by Deb Height. Directed by Carolyn Ratteray. Starring Don Didewick as Eleanor Pender McAdams, Bo Foxworth as Daniel Gatlin, and Katya Ojeda as Lisa Botsworth and Cammie McPherson-Randall. 
Multi-hyphenate Jeff Gardner is our audio producer, sound designer, and Foley artist. Our original music is by Ellen Mandel with sound editing by Adam Macias. The Zip Code plays are sponsored in part by the Michael J. Connell Foundation. Antaeus Theatre Company is an actor-driven ensemble that explores timely and timeless work grounded in our passion for the classics. You can usually find us at our permanent home at the Kiki and David Gindler Performing Arts Center in Glendale. Our artistic directors are Bill Brocktrup and Kitty Swink. Our executive director is Anna Rose O'Halloran. Emily Chase is our lab director. Our dramaturg is Ryan McCree. Nicole Samsel is our unflagging operations manager. Additional production support by Jade Mujayas. For more information about the Zip Code Plays or to support Antias, please visit our website at zipcodeplays.info. Please consider leaving us a rating or review if you like the show. It's a great way to help new listeners find us. Our next episode finds us deep in the San Fernando Valley, where coincidence brings two lonely souls together in an auto junkyard. 91352, Sun Valley. They say you need to help outside your home, but this is a junkyard full of cars. We only need to find one. It's a 1998 Subaru Impreza WRX Street Racer Metallic Blue. I don't know car stuff. <laughs> I do, but I need a pair of eyes. I've got retinitis pigmentosa. I've got macular degeneration, but I can see a lot, like 60%. <laughs> Great. They sent me a blind volunteer. I'm Ramon Diocampo. On behalf of all of us at Antius, thank you for listening.